welcome to the Nourishing Nuggets podcast. I am so excited to have you here today. I'm your host and friendly neighborhood dietitian, Taveen Verano. If you struggle with nutrition confusion and all the noise out there in the wellness space, I'm here to simplify it for you. As a registered dietitian, I'll teach you how to build a healthier routine by adding nourishing food to your plate, rejecting that deprivation mentality, using simple nutrition science to empower you, and creating powerful mindset shifts to inspire you. Instead of living in that all or nothing mindset, which let's be honest, leaves us mostly in the nothing zone, let's start making moves in a sustainable, joyful, and freeing way, one nugget at a time. So grab some coffee and let's dig into today's nugget. Welcome back to the podcast, everyone. Today, I'm going to be talking about my biggest takeaways from four of my favorite books. Now, I have a ton of favorite books. I am a voracious reader. I love to read nonfiction, fiction, all genres, but I wanted to kind of narrow down four of my recently favorite books in the last few years and my biggest takeaways from them because they are still fresh on my mind. So hopefully you guys enjoy this episode. It's a little different, but I truly love to read. I love to use reading as a way of growing and kind of serving my mind in that way of really nourishing my mind with the books that I read. And so with that said, my four favorite books that I'm going to be discussing on today's episode is M is for Mama, The 12 Week Year, Atomic Habits, and At Your Best. So let's start with M is for Mama. This is a Christian motherhood book and the main premise of it is to basically do better as moms, but not in a shameful way, but in a convicting way, because this is truly a God-given mission that we've been given to raise our children. So she talks about having godly conviction versus shame and letting go of that mediocre motherhood culture where we're just getting by, throwing, you know, random food at our kids, ignoring them while we're on our phones and living survival mode you know, day to day and not really having intention or joy in our motherhood. She talks about how to let go of that hot mess mom culture. And she talks about how relatable it is right now to hate being a mom. (laughs) And this makes me so sad because I've been seeing this so much on social media as well. And she talks about how relatability is not always a good thing. We don't always want to be relatable. And I personally would rather speak about motherhood in a way that is life-giving and encouraging because this is something that I've waited my whole life for my all of my papers growing up in school when they would ask me what I wanted to be when I grew up it would always say to be a mom to be a mommy and God has blessed me with three children so why would I continue to complain about them even if that's popular right now in today's culture that is not the legacy that I personally want to leave for my children And another takeaway from this book is that she talks about how hard does not always equal bad. And we will have hard days as moms. We will have hard days in every season of life, but that doesn't make motherhood bad. That doesn't make what we are doing bad. And we have God's grace and God's strength and his provision to get us through. So highly recommend that book. It is very, very good. And I think she's coming out with a second book this year. I'm not entirely sure, but I truly love that author. M is for Mama is the name of the book. The next book I'm going to talk about is The 12-Week Year. I read this first in August 2020, which was precisely when I needed to read it. God knew. And this book is all about goal setting and tracking your habits, tracking your goals, and tracking, you know, 
the things that you want to improve in your life and how important it is to truly be intentional. He talks about how setting goals for 12 weeks is so much more impactful than yearly goals because 12 weeks adds a sense of urgency, which was a new concept to me because a lot of times I think we want to feel like we have all the time in the world, right? To reach our goals and we set some goals in January and then we forget about them by February and then the next new year rolls around and we're like, oh no, I totally forgot about everything that I promised myself I would do. So setting goals in this 12-week manner adds a sense of urgency. And I remember my first 12-week year that I did, I I read the book in August 2020 and I started the 12-week year August 24th. I remember I had a very big sense of urgency to get started and I made progress with my health. I made progress with my self-care and my mindset and I made progress with my business. I started actually making a legitimate income with my business by using the 12-week year method. So he talks about having a clear vision, of what you want your life to look like, having an emotional attachment to that. He talks about habit tracking and setting up. I set up like an Excel spreadsheet to help me track my 12-week year habits. He talked about having an 80 to 85% consistency because that's truly all you need. This really helped me shed even more of my all or nothing mentality that I've had my whole life. Having that concept of only really needing an 80 to 85% consistency rate to reach my goals. And then he talks about lead versus lag tactics, which a lot of you know business gurus talk about nowadays, but he talks about the lag tactics are the end result. The lag goals are, you know, the 50 pound weight loss, the $5,000, you know, income that you want or the, you know, $20,000 in your savings account. That is the end result. The lead tactics are what's going to get you to your goal. Those daily habits, what's, what's going to help you make $5,000 a month? What's going to help you lose the 50 pounds? What's going to help you save $20,000? you know, for your savings account, the lead tactics are what we want to track because those are leading us to our goals, the day in and day out mundane habits. And so I highly recommend this book. I really, really liked it. I've read it a few times since. I read it a couple times a year and I absolutely love this method of goal setting. So the next book is called Atomic Habits, which I read years ago, but it's become very, very popular again. So I reread it again last year and I love this book. It talks about a lot about human behavior, things that I learned in my grad program. So it was kind of cool to read them again. The The biggest takeaways for me was becoming the person that you want to be, like becoming the person that does the habits that you want. So for me, this, this really rang true with my journey with working out. I wanted to be a person who worked out every day. I wanted to be someone who stopped binge eating and focusing on the identity of the person who does what you want to do. Who is that person? And I talk about this a lot with my clients. Who is that ideal version of yourself, your ideal day as your ideal self? And he talks a lot about that, about becoming, embodying the person that does the habits that you want to partake in. He also talks about habit pairing, which is a tool that I use with myself, with my clients, pairing a habit that you love to do with maybe something that you don't really feel like doing in order to increase your consistency with that habit and also setting your environment up for success and making the bad habit harder to do, making it inconvenient to binge on the cookies, making it inconvenient to skip your workout, making it inconvenient to spend money even though you're trying to save. So I highly recommend Atomic Habits. I read the physical book, but I know a lot of people like the audiobook, so that could be an option too. Um, but Atomic Habits is a great book. 
And then my last book that I'm going to talk about today is called At Your Best, and it's a time and energy management tool. And I know a lot of people are very big on time management, productivity, having a to-do list and checking things off, but he talks a lot about energy management. And this really helped me kind of further confirm the fact that I do my best work in the morning. That is when I am in that zone of productivity, efficiency. I can get a lot more done. This helped me use my time and energy wisely, this book and the concepts in the book. And what also what I also got out of this book was what can I do with my kids around versus what can I do? What do I need to do when I'm alone? And he talks a lot about that managing our energy in that sense of what are low energy tasks that maybe I can do when my kids are around, you know, washing the dishes, unloading the dishwasher, you know, dusting the living room. I can kind of do that while they're playing, while they're around me, but more high energy and high focus tasks, such as writing content, writing up emails, responding to clients, working on meal plans, those I need that focus time that, that alone time, it's a higher energy task. And so um, he talks a lot about using blocks of time to, to the best of your ability, using a block of time to kind of honor your energy throughout the day. So focusing on your energy management as well as your time management. Again, that book is called At Your Best. And I really, really enjoyed reading that book as well. So those are my biggest takeaways from four of my recently favorite books. I hope you guys liked this type of podcast. I love books. I love reading. So I wanted to bring that into the Nourishing Nuggets world as well. So I hope you enjoyed this and I will chat with you guys next time. Bye friends. Thank you so much for joining me on today's podcast. If you got a nugget of inspiration and are ready to take action, it would mean so much to me if you left me a five-star rating and a review so others can also find this podcast. You can also share this episode on Instagram or with a friend you think would enjoy it. It helps the show more than you know, and I really appreciate your support and encouragement. I can't wait to chat again and go over our next Nourishing Nugget together. Bye, friends.